Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. I'm surprised. I'm in a good mood. I woke up a little salty this morning. Um, my Arizona State Sun Devils beat number five Washington. First time we've beat a fucking top five team in 21 years. I was in high school. I was still living in Arizona, a freshman in high school the last time that happened. So as you know, the games take place in Arizona. It's West Coast time. Games aren't televised out here till like 10 o'clock. So by the time the game's over, it's like one, two in the morning. And uh, we win like that. How, how late in the next morning you think Grumpy and I went with the celebration? You, is Grumpy a big Arizona State fan? He's a, big, he's a college football fan. He likes seeing the upsets. He roots for ASU with me as long as they're not. He's a Texas A&M fan. So, you know, we cheer each other on. So if you just ran across this podcast, my name is James Hamilton. My name is Travis McFalls. And we're going to discuss Arizona State football because, well, college football is not fair. No. It's not. The college sport no. across the board is not fair. There are the haves. And the have-nots. And the have-nots are plentiful. Yes. And so being that you faced a top 10 team top oh, five. every every year, I mean, how, how yeah. long has USC been in the top five? Oh, they're always there. And they're so definitely have Oregon ever since they got their... Don't play, play every year? They got their Nike money. So, well, they're in the north, so sometimes we skip them. Okay. So, and then same with Washington. But this year we beat a top 25 Oregon, and we beat a top five Washington. And you play with you play with Stanford, you play with Oregon, you play with Washington, you play yeah. with USC, Arizona sometimes, sometimes is Sometimes UCLA. UCLA, yep. Cal can be in there from time to time. Yeah. So you have a lot of opportunities to yeah. beat these top teams. <laughs> so to say that the last time you remember them beating a team of this quality was... 21 years ago. College football is not fair. No, it's not. College football is not fair. I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I'm all... I'm, You're I, a have. Yeah, I'm a have. You're a have. I have that does not perform, not since the 90s. No, no, you guys not so good. Last time we were in the national championship, we faced uh, Alabama. And oh, we you got, got whooped. Just waxed. But I we, knew, though. I told everybody we were going to get waxed. Oh, it so we shouldn't have even been there. No, you shouldn't have. The you playoff have. would have taken care of that. If there was yep. a college football playoff when Notre Dame went, we would have been out first round. First round, guaranteed. Totally. Um... I have no illusions about this. <laughs> I know. Well, I have no illusions where Arizona State sits. I mean, yes, we beat a top 25 Oregon and a top five Washington, and we're still three and three. I mean, we lost to San Diego State, who happens to actually be a top 25 team. They're typically a have not. They're a top 25 team. Texas Tech, I haven't seen where they're at lately, but um, after they beat us, they were in the top 25 for a while there. They expand the college so, football playoff to eight teams. I think it should be an eight-team playoff. Like I agree. They expand it to four, eight teams. Because four, you're just giving it yeah, to the haves. Yeah. You give it to eight, there's a chance for a have-not to get in there, and 
wreck some havoc. I could even do a kind of a, a play in a play in nine. So the top team got a free pass. I could do that. Yeah. But the, uh, and, and I know they're concerned about the kids in the school, but I, again, you're feeding me bullshit. These kids are majoring in being professional players. And then yeah. they sort of back off that by saying, you know, only a small percentage is going to go and blah, 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 blah. Right. But meanwhile, they're just raking in tens of millions of dollars, if not hundreds of millions. I would have to say that moments like you had over the weekend were the reason why you watch college football. Well, why college I mean, football is just better than pro football. Have you been yeah. watching pro football lately? I don't, you know, I don't watch everybody that's, uh, you know, all of the stars that you want to watch they're they're going down like flies. <laughs> your Aaron Rodgers, your, your Odell Beckham's, your, you know, you there or they're suspended. Yeah. Uh, your Ezekiel Elliott's they're just, they're all just going down and you go into college football and there's this, uh, you could say that the numbers on the back of the jerseys or the name, if you will, matter so much less than the sum of the whole. Yeah. You know, the whole team effort. There's the, the games are shorter. Do you know how long the average NFL game is? No. Guess. With commercials, probably about four hours. Just about. It's a good guess. About, about three and a half Right now four. they're averaging about three and a half hours, which is crazy fucking long. Yeah, but those college games can go four or five hours if you have two spread offenses that are just like air raid and just throw, 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 throw. I mean, every incompletion, we're stopping the clock. So those, so my point, yeah. So the ASU game goes late into the night. At some point, a very drunk celebratory Travis is listening to celebrate good times <laughs> in his garage. Uh, call my grandfather in Pennsylvania. So they're an hour ahead of us. Uh, because I'm celebrating good times. You always drunk down. And, it's just a mistake. I don't uh, know why you do that. I have, I, I, I can, I've saved some yeah, of your messages and, on my phone. It's and, always so bad. Oh, and his, 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 and my grandfather's wife answers. And just right away, I'm literally going, dun, 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 dun. Hello? Uh, oh, bit. How old's grandpa? Grump, grumps, turn down the music. I think he's coming on on 80. If not already there. You're calling, you're calling Gramps at four in the morning. But he, but he takes the phone and he gets excited. But you're, you're an asshole. Call anybody at four in the morning. uh, I just, uh, you know. That's self-indulgent asshole shit. I was, I was excited. I was excited. I was, um, I was feeling it. We went until about five. You were with, it's not like you were by yourself. You had somebody to celebrate with. You didn't have to call randoms. I know. I know. Grumpy just wanted to celebrate. He didn't give a shit about Arizona State. Was, well, let's <laughs> fucking celebrate. Let's celebrate. And uh, yeah, we celebrated. And so we went until like 5.30 in the morning, yesterday morning. And so I just started my day just fucking salty. Um, at least it's still dark at 5.30 in the morning right now. Yeah. In, in, the, in yeah. the northern states right now, 5.30 is pretty dark. It doesn't start lightening up until about 7. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I went to bed. I, I had about... 90 minutes worth of dark sleep, <laughs> and, which is uh, valuable. Yes. You always feel dirty when you go to bed and it's just kind of dusty. That out daylighty, yeah. Dawny, I should call yeah, it. Yeah, It's like murky. You wake up and you're just murky. Every second you don't fall asleep, it's a little brighter, a little brighter. And you think, oh man, well, if I fall asleep now, I'll get this amount of sleep. And so that just set the, that set the tone for my week. And uh, I was feeling salty. And then I heard like just one of the coolest things ever today. Uh, 
So, you know, flu shots are like a big thing. Those are going around. Do they work? What's that? Do they work? Because everybody I know that gets a flu shot gets the flu. And then the, the comeback is, well, it would have been much worse had they not gotten the flu shot. Right. That's what they tell you. That's you, bullshit. You believe what you want to believe. Uh, some years I get vaccinated. Some years I don't. Uh, typically, the only reason I get vaccinated is because in retail pharmacy, it's like a fucking competition. Flu shots, flu shots, flu shots. We got to outdo this store. Well, that store just did that. So now we got to do more. And so usually it's me taking one for the team because you'll get it free, you know, when you work in the Mm -hmm. pharmacy. So I'll be like, all right, we need to boost our number. Yeah, stick the fucking needle in the arm. Now, I realize you haven't taken any kind of professional polling here, but in your experience, would you say that they're widely effective or do you feel like people come to you and like, this is bullshit? I think if you're older and you have um, a more co- compromised immunosystom, it's something to look into, sort of like pneumonia vaccines. Immune or immuno? Immune, immune system, immunosystem. Immune system. God damn it. Don't so if you're susceptible to these, uh, you know, if, you're, if you've got a weakened system, you feel like it's a good safeguard, but otherwise it's not real effective. Yeah. I mean, like me, fairly healthy guy in my mid thirties. I don't, I don't think I need it. You're 21. You're in the prime of your life. I don't think you need to get one. So how are you doing on the bet? I'm getting close. You, did you do it? I have not done it yet. <clears throat> I am very close. Uh, I, was re- I was revisiting the episode of The Bet, and it's a little murky because The Bet starts off you saying you're going to quit drinking for a month. Mm-hmm. And I repeatedly try to tell you that this is a bad idea and that you'll never make it, as evidenced by the victory with Washington. I mean, you'd already be done at this point. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, we, we progress and the discussion furthers and we say, all right, we're going to lose 20 pounds, first one to 20 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Now, my weight has fluctuated between, so uh, when we did the show, I said I weighed 217 and a half. When I took the photograph of the scale and sent it to you, I was a lot closer to 221. Right. You don't really want to say, right? Yeah. Oh. So you were you were you were lar- lar- you were weighing more than you had said before we were on the show. Right. Now I wasn't sure if that was because you were trying to, you know, give yourself an unfair advantage or what. So we had a witness. Yes. The weigh in. Now I weighed in in uh socks and boxers. You weighed in in pajamas. Pajamas. Okay. Uh I'm halfway at this point. I'm halfway as well. I'm uh I was actually 215 which wasn't which wasn't uh, much it was only a 6 pound loss about 2 days ago. Yeah, I've been fluctuating like crazy on this. Yeah, then crazy. I crazy. And if it wasn't for the fucking football season with the beer, I think I would have licked you by now. Because going into the week of my fantasy draft, I I had 2 pounds to go. Uh it was a potluck fantasy draft, the great food. I put on literally eight pounds in a fucking day. Salt. Yeah. Water weight. Yeah. And beer. And those eight pounds have been sticking now the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I I haven't had the uh, temptation of the drinking or eating. I've been doing a lot of, uh, I don't know, exhausting work. Maybe maybe putting on a little muscle while I'm while yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. Uh, Cause or, I've been, I've started working out too. Yeah. So, you know, and then, 
if we're really trying to do this, you probably shouldn't be working out, but I want to do it right because I want to lose the weight in a healthy manner, not just go take some colon blow flush and shit out 20 pounds and say, yeah, no, ah. no, I'm, I'm sticking to the spirit of the bed. I'm yes. not trying to, uh, like hot hydroxy cut <laughs> water right. off or anything. And I, yeah. I, uh, I have a, uh, you know, also that wouldn't be good with all the other things. It's just not good on. for it. Yeah. So, cause even when I was down to two pounds, I was eating just a lot of, not a lot of solids, like a lot of grains, yogurts, fruits and stuff like that. And I mean, I was just getting, I was chain smoking because I was trying to suppress the appetite Then I was just getting these wicked ha- headaches. I was like, oh, okay. enough sugar. Yeah. Yeah. This, this has got a, well, no, not, not that. Cause I don't typically take in a lot of sugar. I drink uh, alcohol and that metabolizes the sugar. sugar. Well, it depends on what kind of alcohol it is, but yeah. Are oh, you going vodka? You going straight vodka these days? No, no, no. I can't do that. I can't do the straight vodka. Um, I don't know what it is. I just don't, I don't like that buzz. I think of, it's only like, uh, what, distilled clear liquors that don't metabolize into sugar, right? Yeah, it's typically vodka or gin. Yeah. And how many people, typically, people can pound the vodka drinks. How many people do you know are pounding gin drinks? There was a time for me. I was a big Tangeray fan. Yeah, you could pound Tangeray. I, I was a douche. I heard it in a song, and I'm like, and my I remember my dad would drink gin and tonics. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm some I'm badass. See, and that's when I pine needles. It was just a bad call. Yeah, see, it's a bad call. It's a bad call. When I was 22, actually, it was New Year's Eve. My friend, who was a bartender, she introduced me to um, Tangeray and tonic. Mm-hmm. And um, but for me, that was sort of like my classy drink. Like I'd get it. Like if I was going to the bar. And I didn't have a lot of money and I wanted to kind of look cool. Tangeray is not cheap. And so, but what I would do is like, I would get, you know, just a gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you don't tell them what's in it. Just, you know, oh yeah, it's Tangeray. Um, and it's such a slow sipping drink. I, I could make those last the night, you know, like, all right, well, we're going to be at the bar for two hours. You know, I only have X amount of scratch on me. I'm going gin because the gin goes down slow for Travis. You know, one night, uh, God, this must have been a decade and a half ago. Uh, Obi, Forehead, and I get into a bottle race. We get into bottle races. What the fuck is a bottle race? You take a leader. Whoever finishes the leader first wins. Oh, Jesus. Which, you know, do you really win? Oh, dear. So I was drinking... Not uh, not Chivas. I was drinking Tangeray. I was drinking gin. You drank a bottle of fucking Tangeray. Well, I drank uh, half a bottle of Tangeray. That's enough. That's enough. I believe... The 0.75, the liter, or the big hog, the 1.75? No, it was always liters. Just a straight yeah, liter? We all had the same amount. I can't remember what Forehead was drinking, but I think it was... I want to say Captain, but I could be remembering this wrong. It could also have been Absolute. Cause he drinks, I think it was Absolute, actually. I think it was vodka. See, when I knew him, he was a big... When I first met him, he was a big Captain and rum drinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put since, on too much weight. But then since I've moved out here, I, he drinks vodka. He's tactical, though. He's he's smart about shit. And he knows, oh, yeah. knows kind of, you know, if I keep it clear... And I, uh, you know, I, 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 par- I parse this outright. I've got a good chance to win this. Yeah. Kind of, you, you feel vodka a little differently than you do sugar yeah, stuff. Yeah. And know? you can, with him, you could probably see him doing the calculations, like mm-hmm. doing the math. Okay. I weigh this amount. If I eat this much food and then drink this much within this time, you know, X amount of shots per hour or what have you, 
I can do it. Yeah. Like, you know, this plus this plus this equals success. Right. I, uh, I don't remember. I remember OB constantly doing bottle checks, but I don't remember OB ever being ahead. And he's not real competitive anyway. So about a portion of the way through it, you know, he's like, we're all partying and drinking together. I won, you know, like I win. Yeah. I am competitive. See, and that I like his spirit on that. Very nice. I'm competitive. Fuck that. I want to win. Yeah, same here. Now, Forehead and I, we have... Even if it sends me to the fucking emergency room and I'm getting my stomach pumped, yeah, I kind of want to win too. Yeah, I want to win. Forehead and I have always been competitive with each other. It it doesn't matter what it was. You know, it could be... uh, But we always had fun doing it. Right. And uh, after one of us won, we were never real salty about it. And so... uh, because you knew you were going to just get into another challenge the next day anyway. Yeah. Now, the vamp, his uh, significant at the time, uh, she was adding, wa- like dumping out booze and adding water to it. Oh. Because not not to uh, cheap, allow him cheap. to win, but... Uh, just so he wouldn't get alcohol poisoning? I think she just she was nervous about the whole thing. It's not really an intelligent challenge. You know, we're adults. We're having some fun, and, <laughs> and it's sort of a self-liquidating problem. It wasn't like we were lording over one another, like, take the shot. Take it right fucking now. Right, right. You know, right. we were just... Drink it, Pledge. Drink it. <laughs> yeah, no one was going to prison on this night. Uh, but about the time I got halfway, I drank mine too fast. But I got about halfway. So with how gin. long? How long did it take you to drink half a <clears throat> bottle of Tangeray? I just got. It wasn't that I was wasted. It was that I got the worst goddamn heartburn ever from drinking <laughs> gin like that I'd ever had in my life. I was. I mean, I thought I had had heartburn before, but then I had this, and it was. It, I, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong. It was like I was drinking fireballs all night. It was just <laughs> amazing. It was so bad. So I do think forehead, forehead won that night. Let's move on to something important like South Park. Okay, yes. Tomorrow, and if you're listening to this, tomorrow would be today, uh, Fractured But Whole Yeah, comes that's out. coming out. Yeah. I am excited. I loved I'm excited. The Stick of Truth. I'm excited it. that since Stick of Truth was on the old generation, I'm excited that a copy of Stick of Truth comes with this. Oh, oh I'm pumped. I... I'm not going to give anything away. The, rev- the early reviews are coming out mixed. You know, okay. some like it, some don't. There've been some minor tweaks to the fight system, and of course, we covered an earlier system that the uh, difficulty is directly connected to your skin color. So the most difficult level, and you'll play as a black character. <laughs> been a little. I think they're having a little fun with the current yeah, with the current uh, climate. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So that's been going on. Uh, my, you know, my little sis, yeah. uh, you know, the one that doesn't like it when I call people retarded, which yeah. is probably good taste, but I can't help it. It's just a habit. It, it happens. It's a it habit. It happens. I don't even mean it against challenged people. I no, just mean you're here. being a fucking retard. You're being a, like, like you're fucking acting below your IQ. Right. Right. I think she's just thinking like, you know, your image sucks when you talk like an ignorant asshole. And I get that. I, I get I that. Do. I, I do. just but can't I also, help it. We also have listeners that are like, dude, I call them retards too. <laughs> they're probably they're probably ignorant assholes too. But I found out that not only does she have strep throat right now, but she has mono. Mono? Mono. And what I want to know oh, from you is what man. is mono exactly? Well, they it used to be known as the uh the ki- what what do they call it? The kissing disease. What does it do? What does she have? What do I need to be aware of? Do I need to stay away from her? Yeah, you need to stay away from her. Okay. Is there a period of time where they're contagious? 
Yeah. For how long? For a while. How long is a while? Um, I think it can last up to a month. Oh, man. Two months. Really? Yeah. So we're not going to see each other all Halloween. You staying the fuck away from her. She probably thinks like, uh, you know, we're going to do this. No. (laughs) No. No. I've noticed once my sibs have kids, their houses become like culture dishes for disease. Yeah. Oh, they're Petri dishes. Terrible. That, no, you you accidentally use a fork she used or something, then you're fucked. Then Mm. you, now you've got mono. Is there something that you're laid out and you're you're laid out for like a fucking month? I can't do that. And I can't do that. And you, um, yeah, basically (sighs) like you lack of appetite, you won't want to eat. So that'll help you with the bet. I would win the bet. You would win the bet, hands Mm -hmm. up. But actually, I would call a stipulation on that because that's, that's, that's not, that's not right, man. You, you, call, can't, you can't win a weight you loss. You shenanigans because I got you, sick? You can't win a weight loss bet by getting mono. That's just, that's dirty pool, man. So that's dirty pool. Sickness to win a bet is bad. I, I think I tend to agree with that. Although I, you know, you could also say it would be an unwinnable bet at that point because if I had, say, lost 20 or 30 pounds sick, it's unlikely I'm going to lose another 20 or 30 pounds unless it's cancer or AIDS. Yeah, and that's really where we want to go. Yeah, yeah. My wife would be pissed if I got AIDS. Yeah. There'd I be think questions. So. Yeah. There'd be questions. Well, there'd be questions if you got mono too. Mm-hmm. Who are you kissing? Who are you making out with? Yeah, maybe. I think she'd be more Even upset though about even the though AIDS, even I though think. that's not really yeah, probably. But um <laughs> I'd tell her I was but, using <laughs> just like I'm using just, needles, use terrible yeah. heroin addicts. You know me, huge needle guy right here. Mm. I love the injectables. Um I'm not a good cheater. No. No, you would no, be a terrible cheater. I'm not a good. I, I, could, be a I ter- couldn't cheat. On I'm my a wife. terrible liar. So I couldn't. I couldn't do. I couldn't. I do think it. I'm a good liar. Really? Yeah, I think I, I'm a good liar. I think I'm a good storyteller. And if I can convince myself that it's a story and not a lie, I think I could do all right. I've gotten out of some shit lying. I've had some big lies in my past. Yeah. Yeah. I can be. I can. I can go there. I've gotten out of some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't. I always feel. Um, I've bad when I lie to strangers, so I really don't want to lie. I mean, lying to your wife is just, what's yeah. the point? Yeah, I mean, I think it helped me with like a traffic ticket or something like that. Like, I think that's a, that that's okay. That's okay, because fuck them anyway. They're just trying to get your money. You know, it was a bullshit traffic ticket. It's more bullshit the only time you can think of lying is one traffic t- ticket. So I used to, you know you had uh, King Travis stories. Your dad owned this baseball card, or somebody had that land when you were on the playground, or oh, well, that's when you're a kid, man. When you're a fucking kid, or you're, you're, you're spending time you with a chick and you don't shit. want your friends to know when you're in high school. So you're like, I don't know, I was you know practicing jogging or something. I, I, I was up masturbate. Yes, I was masturbating. <laughs> I wasn't with her. No, masturbating to porno. So yeah. what, is, what is mono exactly? Do you know? Uh, it's, I, I just know it's mononucleosis. Um, Which is, I feel like that's you the name of the. Is, why? I'm not a fucking doctor. No, but you're part of the, the, the field. I mean, you're helping prescribe at times, aren't you? I mean, you aren't necessarily prescribing it, but you're definitely helping the script. I mean, the stuff that gets prescribed commonly, aren't you? Plus, a, don't you have to shake hands with these people? I don't know what the fuck I'm going to get. I don't shake hands with these people. How do you stay away from them? Is that what the glass is for? That's what the, well, yeah, the glass Mono. Well, mono. But, so typically, though, you're going to get fatigue, from what I understand of it. Um, heavy bouts of fatigue, um, which then is going to, you know, cause the lack of appetite. And that's basically all I know about people that get mono. They're like, I was laid out in bed for a month. And uh, I didn't eat shit. I lost a ton of weight. 
actually, Kalen Balage missed the season opener two years ago for ASU because he got mono. And he was back. He was back in week two. He missed week one, but he was back in week two. But I, I don't know how long the contagion lasts. I've heard for up to a month. I've heard less. Mono or infectious mononucleosis, also known as mono, is an infection commonly caused by Epstein-Barr virus or EBV. Most people are infected by the virus as children when the disease produces little or no symptoms. In young adults, the disease often results in fever, sore throat, enlarged lymph nodes in the neck, and tiredness. Most people get better in two to four weeks. However, feeling tired may last for months. The liver or spleen may become swollen. In less than 1% of cases, splenic rupture may occur. Uh, So I pretty much called it. It says uh, it's primarily spread through saliva. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. The one time when I got got strep throat St. Patrick's Day a couple years back, and they're like, well, it's either uh, strep or mono. Thank God it was strep. So she's married. Yeah. How did she get mono? Oh, yeah. It is primarily spread through saliva, but can rarely be spread through semen or blood. Also, two other options that shouldn't come up in marriage. No, no. Uh, Those who are infected can spread the disease weeks before symptoms develop. Mono is primarily diagnosed based on the symptoms that can be confirmed with blood tests, specific antibodies. antibodies. Another typical finding is increased blood lymphocytes of which are more than 10% or 10%. Okay, now we're getting into bullshit here. There's no vaccine. Uh, but she's older than the typical ages. It doesn't say how long, though, man. It yeah. says it I want to know say how she long got mono. Incubation period is one to two weeks. Uh, our village estimates 33 to 49 days. But it doesn't say how long it lasts or how long you're contagious. Yeah, I don't know how long you're contagious for, but like I said, typically... There's words in here that are too big for me to understand, so I'm not even sure what heading I'm reading. (laughs) (laughs) Typically two to four weeks is my understanding of it. I would stay clear. I would stay clear for a while. Mm, I've got questions for her. I wish I I could call her right now and be like, "Uh, how did you get a kissing disease, Mrs. Married Girl? Yes. Hmm. Is 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 that the one that's married to Angus? Yes. Oh, Angus, you dirty bird. Was he maybe already had it, kissed somebody and gave it to her? Uh, I don't know. Um, hey, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm just thinking out loud here. That's all. I'm just thinking out loud. <sighs> just throwing things around. Yes. Uh, doctors and researchers aren't exactly sure how long people with mono stay contagious after symptoms are gone. They believe that people can spread the infection for months after their symptoms are completely gone. Holy shit. As long as 18 months, I won't even know her in 18 months. <laughs> Sister or not, if I don't talk to her for eight, I guess we could become phone buddies. Yeah, just, you know, chat on the phone. How many dirty birds? Do, well, I'm again, 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 I just, a lot of these things, the spreading of it is easy to avoid. I just have to basically stay away from anything that she's eaten. Yes. I can't share any food or any, any make sure. Stuff. Yeah. Don't, I wouldn't eat over there or I would bring your own food. If she comes over, I have to give her all disposable fork, glass yep. plate. <laughs> I have to serve the shit up for her. You're getting the picnic wear. Yeah. You're getting the picnic wear, sis. Totally. Yeah. And then you got to like go through the house with Lysol and like yeah. decontaminate you, in case she got like you spit can't, on her finger when she wiped her mouth. You, or can't whatever. Use, you can't use the big kid plates. 
That's what you get for going and getting kissing disease. Yep. In your absence last week, did you catch the show? Did you listen to last week's show? Yeah. Did you hear about my new venture? Yes. You did. Yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting bit there. It's it's real. I I do this. I relocate people. And so like a house actually went missing? Did I understand that right? Yeah, that that was that was (laughs) what the fuck? That was kind of a funny, funny, funny story. I, uh, I, in, 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 uh, the job that I had just completed last week, the house is very much there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wrapped it up on Friday. Uh, well, I think I remember you shooting me texts about this. Like this isn't going good, man. I, I, I don't think I got a big enough boat. I didn't. It was, uh, so Naturally, as it was done, if I had just been throwing things and not proce- processing the garbage, as I call it, probably would have been about 120 yards, which is a ton. It's like 120 yards worth of garbage. Yeah, it's like four trucks worth. Jeez. But when I process it, I, I, you know, I'm breaking it all down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and why I'm bringing this up is if you had heard last week, last week's episode in which I talk about, uh, I started this new company and I, I not only uh, prepare people to move and help them get from one place to another, which includes doing all of the uh, improvements to the property, but I oftentimes will take people from a property or uh, sometimes they're you know, almost trapped by their own possessions to a more simple, simplified lifestyle, whether it's a condominium or whatever. And when you do this, a lot of times you're doing it for people that are literally leaving and there's nothing taken with them. And this was one of those instances. What was different about this as opposed to a lot of the other times I do it is usually the people leaving know they're leaving. Right. So you can score me a good couch or like I need, I need like a bookshelf. Oh, I had awesome. This is it. Okay. So, so hang with me here. Okay. Uh, when they know that they're leaving, they say their goodbyes to their neighbors. They give a lot of shit away. You know, it's everybody's ready by the time I show up. In this instance, their original owners of a 50-year-old house, all the, na- you know, the neighbor that knew them the least amount of time was like 30 years. Everybody knew everybody. So as I'm taking care of this, they're all coming over, asking me what happened to them, telling me stories about them. This is common. So they've been in this place since the 1960s? Yeah. Wow. Long time. So you could have found me great fucking furniture. Uh, you, Vintage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, people would come over, tell me stories, talk to me about them, wanting to know why they were going, what happened to them. Everybody, you know, obviously a tight neighborhood. And uh, on one of the occasions, I was stressing about having enough room for this garbage. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we had this enormous piano. It was a cabinet piano from 1910. <sighs> It was, you know, it had the one, uh, the sound, they called it the soundboard or the tuning board for the piano was literally the entire length of the cabinet, which was like 56 inches tall by, I don't know, 74 inches long. It was huge. Mm -hmm. Well, they had brought that piano down to their basement and then they finished their basement. So I couldn't get the piano out and I was freaking out. And the realtor uh, and the family who had contracted me to make sure the house was empty, I'm getting a hold of them like, hey. And this the piano option, is part of the house. Yeah, either I rip up the house or it stays. The piano has merged with the house. 
So they suggest that I rip down the whole piano. Okay. And this is how I find out that the piano is basically one huge humongo steel plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the saw, the, the saw goes in about, uh, I don't know, I'd say three quarters of an inch and stops. And it's just uh, one and a half inches of just pure steel. Mm-hmm. Heavy as fuck. I actually think it was iron. It was, I'll bet that piano weighed about 1200 pounds. Damn. Four of us. It took four of us to move it. We only needed to get it up 11 stairs and obviously couldn't get it out because it was, it was built into the basement. Yeah. And, well, anyway, a neighbor comes over while I'm in the middle of this crisis and she's, you know, heartfelt and upset and she's trying to talk to me about where they went. And, and in the beginning, I was, I was receptive and so forth, but the conversation got a little long and I'm trying to deal with this, so I kind of don't pay attention to her for, you know, I, I, was, I nicely said, hey, I got to take this call. I'll, I'll, yeah. You know, I can talk to you a little bit later. She went home, told her husband I was a dick. The husband comes around the corner and they're directly next door. And we'd had a piece of whatever fall into their yard and he fucking loses his mind. He's yelling at me, says I'm getting glass in their yard and I'm getting trash in their yard and to clean it up right now or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, 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 I'll do it. No problem. You know, I'm very, yeah. I'm very sorry. You know, no problem. It's our fault. I'll take care of it. Whatever. Uh, but I don't want to leave things like that because I'm not only not going to finish the job because I've got, it's going to stretch into two days. Uh, you don't want an enemy in a situation like this. So right. I go back over there and uh, long story short, she was not upset because I was rude to her. She was upset because prior to talking to me, she was watching me take all of their furniture. And in this case, they had Ethan Allen, really nice stuff. Sixties, mm-hmm. seventies style. Yeah. Ethan Allen, nonetheless, I'm taking a circular saw and just like the kitchen table, I just go right down the middle of it. <laughs> I'm break, I break it down so that I can, you know, take it from the volume of a kitchen table down to the volume of a nightstand. You know, I right. just, I'm trying to, you know, fit it on this dumpster. Yeah. And most cities, you can't put this stuff out for free. I do this all the time. So I don't have any affection for it. Like you were asking me about furniture and this and that I had you know, probably 800 to $1,200 a piece nightstands that were almost in perfect condition. I had a $5,000 table set with chairs. I had that piano, right? The piano's piano. worth five to 10 grand. Easily. Uh, I run across shit like this every day. Yeah. I don't have time to see who wants it. Right. I, I, I don't, the way that, the retail environment is right now. I, I don't, I can't risk putting it out for sale, hoping people buy it. Right. Uh, the distribution channels that are available, there's so many people right now retiring and downsizing. There's just too much furniture. Yeah. I don't have a choice. <laughs> they had a brand new recliner couch. <sighs> yeah. I took a chainsaw to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you don't it's just I, the I waste the yeah, sheer waste it's a ton of waste i uh, i don't typically bring my mom to these things but she was interested yeah. she had heard the show and you know she was kind of interested in what i was talking about and what i was doing she wanted to check it out crying <laughs> she my mom doesn't cry yeah she was so upset i think watching what was happening to these people's lives when you move someone, you grab their possessions, you pack them, you might find some things are going to go into the garbage, but you find the vault, you know, right. the value within the room and you take the majority of their life with them. 
I put a sheet on the floor and I just take it all off the shelf right onto the floor. Just, I mean, it's, I empty a full room or office in about 15 minutes. Okay. So you're not being delicate. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, no, I the only thing I'm looking out for is the house and walls. But otherwise, oh, yeah. remember your memories. Uh, you remember your memories when uh, little Timmy was playing with this. Kabam, gone. Yes, ah, I remember that that little mixer you threw in '74. Kata! <laughs> it's totally like that. <laughs> now I uh, I was talking last week about some of the things I said I would do for the family, and one of those things was that I would. Uh, they were big into their books or whatever, and so they wanted me to give away the books, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the, the neighbors had seen me taking these books and loading them up. I didn't want to, they, I, I think their impression of it was I was taking the books, right? but they wanted me to donate the books. Okay. Uh, fun fact, nobody fucking wants books, dude. I do. Libraries I like don't want books. Schools don't want books. Retirement homes don't want books. New retirement homes don't want books. People don't want books. Did, uh, do you have the books though? So I had six, five, between five and 600 books. And you're telling Most me of which Travis were, couldn't have found 20 in that most of which were fiction mm-hmm. or history. Uh, do, do you think Travis wouldn't have found? I don't. I can think. Of, I can think of lots of people that would love it. I had a hundred and fifty-year-old printing of a William Shakespeare's plays. Okay, that, should have been worth a couple hundred bucks. Fucking asshole! I was just thinking to myself the other day, like I don't have a complete collection of Shakespeare. Well, you could have a really I, nice collection. Anyway, uh, I couldn't find anybody that wanted to take the books in whole, so I do find a place that wants to buy books. Right. I take 120 DVDs, of which maybe 15 are box sets, the 500-plus books, mm-hmm. all of this place. And after you know what took me, I don't know, I'd easily say probably six to seven hours between packing it all up transporting it, unloading it, waiting for them to give me an offer, and then getting the offer, getting the cash, and walking out the door. Seven hours, I was given $122. Yeah, it's impossible to get rid of books. I remember when I got fed up with Star Wars, there was this shitty, shitty, what was it called? Uh, Not Legacy. Well, they were all kind of shitty after uh, Bantam took over. But that whole collection, I had that whole collection. What the fuck was it called? It's one where they killed Chewie in the first book. And... uh, they, they they gave me no money. They were just like, we're doing you a favor by taking these books. Yeah, and, and the ones don't that don't anymore. sell will donate. Like, yeah. donate to who? Yeah. Donate to the recycling company? Right, because they're just going on your shelf. And uh, that was frustrating. Like, I couldn't even get one fucking cent, one penny for like 20-some books. Yeah. For a collection of 20-some books. Yeah, it's a real story. And I think where I got the bulk of the money was they had box sets of Charmed and Buffy. I don't know. They were big. Okay fans of that series that was the majority of the money most of it in fact of the books i think they kept 30 and took the other 420 or 520 or however many books and donated them themselves wasn't what's her name and Alyssa milano uncharmed <clears throat> i have no idea i just know that it was sitting there the the, the marilyn manson girl with uh, Harvey rose mcgowan yeah i think wasn't she uncharmed probably yeah so i made her way to that <laughs> 
So uh, they see me taking all these books out and I'm trying to do this thing for the family. And then, you know, the next thing they see is me taking chainsaws to the couch and all this furniture. And they've been interacting with these people. They played, you know, they played cards at this table and they celebrated a birthday at this table. We used to be in a backgammon league. Yeah, Yeah, they're just they're just watching me just destroy these people's lives in front of them. And they've disappeared and they've said nothing to them. And before I, I know it, I have a whole neighborhood of people. It's. Just congregating and watching? And upset. And my interactions with them, everyone upset. So all of a sudden, I shut the whole operation down. I say, we're done for the day. Pay my people. Send them home or tell them rather to go home. I think a couple of them stuck around because they were kind of worried about me and these neighbors and, you know, what was going to go on. (laughs) And I started walking them through the house, talking to them, telling them, you know, what it was we did and how we did it. And and, uh, that was a I taught me how to cool them down, but I can tell you that I will approach these things a little differently. It almost requires that before I start the work or I do these things, I need to know the particulars. I prefer not to know the particulars just because it's easier to do the job. Yeah. But damn. <laughs> I mean, damn, dude. I, I don't think I, I have kind of lost my sensitivity for it. Maybe, uh, uh, you know, we talked uh we talked on one of the shows recently about those rooms where you can just destroy shit. Right, right. This is your like destroy. What is it called? Destructive room, destroy room. Yeah, I don't remember. We Stomp wrote it down room, something. Break what room. do we call that? Uh, it was like know. in the title of the episode too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I totally lost it. Yeah, break, I don't know. Break rooms. Something yeah, something room. where you just get to wreck shit. Yeah. But that's what I, I mean, sometimes that's what I'm doing for a living is like <laughs> hours and hours of that. <laughs> And you forget how people respond to it. It's not, in my defense, I tried to put this furniture out for people to take for free. So I didn't have to destroy it and it made it cheaper for me because then, hey, I don't have to pay it, pay to throw it away. Yeah. I had three different members of the city come up. I was reported three times by the city. Finally, them sending a liaison from the city out to talk to me and a police officer stopped by and I'd only had the stuff out on the corner for maybe 40 minutes. Oh, Wow. They called it public dumping, said I couldn't even have it in my front yard. I was like, well, it's not my front yard. You know, I'm just here working. Well, if I'm working, I even have less rights. So it was, I don't know, man. It was, uh, that part of my week was was different. It was definitely, I had not. uh, Well, you kind of are the villain in their eyes. Yeah, yeah. And you can understand why you were the villain. With the pricky face and all. With the pricky face. Yeah. The pricky face does you no favors. No favors. No. Especially when you're like, look, this is what I'm trying to do. And they're like, shut up, prick. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking prick. But, I mean, you know, that would be rough for me. I mean, if I saw someone just take a chainsaw to... Now, I mean, most of my grandparents have sort of moved on from their old possessions. Um, even my parents. But, I mean, if I... I can imagine if I lived next to someone for 40 years... And I just saw you take, you know, let's say you and I were neighbors and then someone, some, some young 40 year old whippersnapper was out there fucking taking a chainsaw to old Jim's shit. I'd be like, Hey, Hey, that was a life. And then you and I haven't talked. You have no idea where I went. Yeah. I was just gone. Like did, did the, just, are you the fucking Gestapo? Did you just come and take fucking Jim and, and, and now you're just erasing his existence? Are, are, are erasers real now? Like, do you think that's what I should call the company? The erasers? The erasers. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see that being popular. Nah, (laughs) no, no. You might want to try to spin that a little different. Tone that down. Yes. 
maybe maybe less less emphasis on the erasing <laughs> um maybe more maybe you could paint it brighter like um no i'm just now i'm thinking like uh relocation and re-education like whatever the re-indoctrination like i don't know you're sending them off for like indoctrination or some shit uh, let me rip you out of good. your comfy home and throw you into a nursing home as i destroy all your shit is basically how all the neighbors saw it you're a racer yeah <laughs> I went to a birthday party, and you know how I feel about parties. Yes, you you, you thoroughly hate them. Um, sometimes you will enjoy the food. Sometimes. Was the food all right? We were at a restaurant. It was in a place that Chuck I e. absolutely despise. So in, in our town, well, rather south of the river, I've discussed this before, we have kind of a set of suburbs. We yes. go from in the far east, there's Rosemont, and then we have Apple Valley, and then we have Burnsville, and then you hit Savage, and then you have Prior Lake, and then you hit this place called Shakopee. Yeah, Shakopee. Shakopee's in the far west. It's I, kind of industrial. I never really make it out to Shakopee. I do not like Shakopee. Fuck Shakopee. Exactly. Fuck Shakopee. In fact, I don't... I will go out of my way to avoid it. Oh, I, I always try to avoid Shakopee. I don't know why. I don't have any beef like you do with I it. I hate it. I just... It's just something... I don't like the traffic going through there. I just... I don't... If I can avoid Shakopee, I avoid Shakopee. There's something wrong with the terrain. It's weird driving through that place. It, 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 it's like it captures a part of the sunlight that queers how the day should feel, like some sort of weird time warp. Like yeah. you've, you're in a poorer version of the Truman Show with assholes, right? <laughs> that's Shakopee. Yeah. So I, I don't like to go there at all. And that's where the birthday is. And then I'm, I'm getting together with family that I don't see very often, plus some people I don't really know. And my family, of course, is late and to what, this party. And what, what's your connection to this? Why are you even fucking It's my there? uncle's birthday. Uncle's birthday. So it's not at Chuck E. Cheese. Well, the, the, well. the birthday boy's <laughs> name is Chuck. Okay. Uncle Chuck? Uncle I, Chuck. And I my, have an Uncle Chuck, too. My dad and Uncle Chuck don't really get along. It's, my, you know, my dad's wife's brother, and my dad doesn't have siblings, and it's, you know, long story short, there's always, my dad's always difficult, and my uncle knows my dad's difficult, so he likes to sort of chide my dad on, and it's just a You it's like a Uncle nightmare. Chuck? I love all my family. Yeah. I love my Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck's great. Yeah. Uh my Uncle Chuck's a funny guy, too. He's, yeah. he's got a lot of Clark in him. Yeah, my Uncle Chuck is... Um, my Uncle Chuck's like the movie guy. Like, whenever I would visit him in the summers, that's when I'd catch up on movies. Like, that guy is at every fucking movie. He's seen them all. Uncle Chuck's Mr. Movies. My Uncle Chuck is pretty intense. Everything is just real intense. Okay, my Uncle Chuck is supremely mellow. Yeah, no. Mine, mine, mine took all the ephedrine... And washed it down with a jolt and drank about three pots of coffee. <laughs> Total opposite of and, and And knows he's angry. He's just not exactly sure about what. Okay. Okay. Just something's always sort of scratching at the back of his head. Right. And not even scratch, itching. And he can't scratch. And it. as he talks, he sort of avalanches into just this really loud firework in front of you. That's <laughs> funny if you're in the right mood. Yeah. But if you're not in the right mood, it's some upsetting. Some days you're just like, I can't handle Uncle Chuck today. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> and other times, <laughs> one of my favorite stories, one of my favorite, favorite stories, uh, he doesn't have a lot of patience. And one morning he's late for work. <laughs> and 
He's certain he's locked his keys in the car. <laughs> and the car has been set up in such a manner where the locks aren't aren't accessible by a coat hanger on the door. You can't you catch can't, anything. You can't do the old Jimmy trick. And the door handle, you can't quite catch with a hanger to just open the door handle to spring the, the lock. Yeah. But there are ways. If he took his time, there were ways to get into the car. Like and maybe call AAA? <laughs> so many ways. <laughs> and... Uh, in a very short period of time, he loses his patience and decides to take an axe to the trunk. Oh my God. Why the trunk? And you just see these large five or six inch, six inch gashes in the trunk lid, right? <laughs> Why? Now, what's funny is you can you can see that at first he starts off with a vigor, right? There's like they're right on top of each other, <laughs> chop, 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 <laughs> and then and then the the accuracy of the blows starts to kind of get erratic, <laughs> and then uh, and then the depth the depth starts to go, and then and then and then there's the the final blow. It's sort of half, kind of a corner of the axe is kind of in the trunk, and he's left it, <laughs> and he, he he never gets into the trunk by taking an axe to it. <laughs> So he's still stuck with where he began, like, but now he's just got a fucking hacked up trunk. Right, because he's, he's got to get these keys because he's, he's late for work. He doesn't have a second set? So uh, so I go inside and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, to, uh, talking to his roommates. And uh, I said, you know, what's, what's the deal? <laughs> what's, what's up with the car? <laughs> it's, it's an animal trapped in there? What happened? Like, well, uh, he lost his keys and he needed to get to work. And I was like, so, uh, you know, where is he? They're like, well, you know, uh, he took a cab. <laughs> and I said, well, why didn't he, why didn't he take the car? Why didn't he, did he, he just couldn't get in the car or didn't have yeah. a second set or whatever. And she said, uh, no, uh, he, he, he found the keys. They were inside. They were on the counter. They were just on the counter. He was just so mad. And by then he'd already called for a ride. He had to go, but he took an air. Like, that's, <laughs> that's my Uncle Chuck. He took he just didn't have the patience. He just didn't have to look for the fucking even just keys. to look inside, assume they were in the car, and when he needed to get in the car, he's like, "Fuck it, grab an axe." <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> I need to get to work. Where the fuck do you? I would exercise every other option but the axe. Right, right, and he's in in the car. He took an axe to was not like like a, like a beater. Like yeah, he didn't just take an axe to your fucking car. You know. Yeah. It's not claimable. I was like, dude, you're not going to claim that. Yeah, yeah. What ended up happening with that? <laughs> Did he have to pay? I, I, you know, I don't, I don't follow up. I wish I had the conclusion, but <laughs> the, at that point you're just like, walk away. He's, he's a goofy guy, man. And, you know, just some where, where some of us would call triple A, triple A Chuck. I'd call triple A. Chuck grabs a fucking ax. <laughs> Chuck grabs an ax. <clears throat> so Chuck's a good guy to have when the zombies go down. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's intense. All right. So what kind of birthday parties do you have? Well, you want to have a birthday party while you're watching the Vikes game at a bar and it's kind of a dive bar. And okay. so, uh, can you smoke in this bar? No, oh, that's Minnesota. right. Minnesota. Yeah. No, no smoking. So, uh, I have two second cousins there. So they're my cousin's kids. Right. And due to uh, the relationship between he and the mom, I don't get to see him very often. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of, you know, they're 10 and 12 and I'm two boys. Appropriate age to be in a bar. I actually, I like this. I like this because when we were kids, 
parents used to take us into bars all the fucking time. Yep. It wasn't a big deal. And yeah, no biggie. And I mean, that's when people fucking smoked. And I mean, like fucking smoked in bars. In fact, when we were kids, our parents could have left us in a hot car for four hours while they were in the bar for four hours and come out. Nobody said shit. Yeah. And then they drove us home drunk. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Different time. Great. The great old days. <laughs> Good old days. Yes. Well, Talking to a 10 and 12 year old is about the right wheelhouse for me because I'm pretty much 10 or 12 years old intellectually anyway. And from what you said about Uncle Chuck, this sounds very apropos. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good option. It was a good option. So I started asking them some questions and and I was trying to, you know, kind of figure out what they were into. And I was was getting a lot of non-answers or strange looks. So I started, you know, trying to like go for bigger questions to, so, uh, to, to lead me down a road. So at what point do you grab a bar napkin and a pen? <clears throat> <laughs> it didn't take long. Uh, so I got a couple of questions for you. Mm-hmm. Try to answer them as honestly as you can. Okay. How do you think, or what do you think, or which do you think kids are watching? What channel, what show, what thing? I'd go with something like Disney or Nick. That's good. Now, I, I'm i not certain everybody's got cable at this point, so I was kind of directing them more to certain cartoons. Yeah. I was wrong, too. Oh. They do not watch cable at all, or television, for that matter. They watch YouTube. They watch YouTube. Constantly. How the fuck are they on mm-hmm. YouTube? They were mentioning celebrities and certain people to play certain games and all oh, this person's funny and that person's funny. And Are they into PewDiePie? Did I see? No, no, no. They, he seems to be losing popularity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting fact, they uh, don't watch movies. They don't watch movies? Nope, not into them. That's like all I did when I was a kid was watch fucking movies. Nope, they like summaries of movies. Well, okay, I played sports and I watched movies. Yeah, one of them plays baseball. The other one's not into sports. Takes too long. Takes too fucking long. Takes too long to play a fucking game. Yep. Uh, the it, I got pissed when the fucking lights went out. You know, like in the sky when that thing called the sun would set. My parents would say like, "Okay, we got to call the game." Like my family and I, uh, when I go to Pennsylvania, we'd have they had a huge yard and we'd have baseball games in the yard, and. Like, I'd get pissed if they called it due to sun going down. Like, we can't end the game. It's not fucking over. You know? We're in the top of the seventh here. I've got a chance at a rally. We can't call this fucking thing. It was never too long. Yeah, I didn't give two fucks. I just weren't into it. Okay. Now, granted, this is a small sampling. I have two kids here. I'm sure there's kids that are way into sports. There's kids that are just different people. And what Everyone's was interesting different. is they weren't similar. You could tell that they were, they're all the brothers. They were very different. They had their own things going. Yeah. Uh, one of them kind of liked baseball and the other one, no sports at oldest all. Oldest or youngest? The oldest kind of like baseball, the 12 year old, the 10 year old. No. Okay. Neither plays with toys. Haven't played with toys since they were five. At about 12, I could see how the 12 year old at five. Yeah, they stopped when they were about five. I was still playing with toys at five. No, I was still playing with toys at 14. I was not still playing (laughs) with toys at 14. (laughs) Uh, In fact, uh, if you look behind me right over there, you'll see toys out. Uh, You always have toys out, Uh, I know. I know. Every time I come over here, you always have toys out. I want to tell you I'm embarrassed by it, but I'm not. That chopper, how long? That chopper's been there for a while, though. It's moved around the house. It's been on some missions. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorties, as you would call them. Like in the movie Big, for those of you that don't know, Tom Hanks. Yes, when the, yeah, the kid. Makes a wish to be an adult and becomes an adult, and then we follow around an adult child. Yes. He and I have a lot in common. Okay. I'm I an adult child. Yeah. I did like that movie. Like my dream as an adult is to have a full arcade in my basement. What is an arcade? Which leads me to my next thing. I asked them if they like arcades. They had no idea what an arcade was. Yeah, arcades dying. I mean, the home consoles pretty much <clears throat> put that to yep. shit. I, I still do go to an arcade when I go to Phoenix, when I play mini golf. The classic arcade from when I was a kid is still there. All the old fucking pinball machines. I think, did I send you pictures from that? No, mostly just planes. Okay. Oh, yeah, I sent you the plane. Yeah, when I went to the um, air, yeah the museum. Um, oh, I'll have to show you. Oh, all right. If we go back, I'm, I'll send you some pictures. They have the original Kiss pinball machine. Oh! Now, I said arcade to them they said game store because i think that all the consoles call you know like classic arcade or whatever it's where they find games they have the original ninja turtle game that i used to play there when i was a fucking kid they still have that same machine there they think arcades are the biggest ripoff ever they couldn't believe how much money it cost to play at an arcade when i described it to them i concur now as an adult and i see you know the home system i go yeah fuck the arcade but for me being older the nostalgias like if I, you know, if I ever get my money, I, I, I want bubble hockey. I want the old arcade bubble hockey in my basement. I, they do like old games. They knew what Galga was. They knew what Miss Pac-Man was. They knew uh, what X-Men was, the what fighting about game X-Men. They did not know about Sonic, but knew Mario. Okay, Mario. Well, Mario is pretty iconic. Uh, they, I started asking them about the kinds of games that they like to play, and they don't like games that have a ton of uh, actions to either get into the game or require uh, real articulate uh, controls to make the player do what they want. So The Witcher 3 is just right out for them. No way they want to play. 300 and some plus hours, 400 hours of gameplay. Right. See, I look at that as an adult, and I go, Talk about value, man. Right. You know? Like buffet. Like to an eater, it's a buffet. Yeah. yeah. And it's like great content and story and you're immersed for 400 and something hours, which I kind of look back and I go, man, Travis, you could have done a lot more with that 400 and some hours as an adult, but hey, that's how I choose to spend my time. Well, you and I like, uh, we share a lot of games in common. We like NHL. We like MLB, MLB The Show, yep. you know, titles some like of the sports that. games, yep. No, they didn't like the fact that it was too hard to play them and that they had to know about the sports and understand the plays and know who all the players were. And that's like the great part for me, <clears throat> yeah. especially when I'm pitching and I hang a curveball and a guy takes it yard on me and I'm like, motherfucker, I knew I should have gone high and in with the fastball in that. Count. Well, we started out with games that were, I felt to me like they were oversimplified, but if you look at the progression we were able to go through until we were at the point we are now, I mean, if you put Madden, and you're making line adjustments, linebacker adjust, adjustments, secondary adjustments, individual position adjustments. Yeah, they didn't used to have audibles, those. flips. They had audibles. They had audibles. They had flips back when I played. Uh, not so much line adjustments. Definitely not linebacker secondary adjustments. Oh man, that didn't come until about what mid two thousands. You Early can eat, now to you're to the point where you can do inside coverage. You can favor the inside. You can go over yep, the top. You can shade. You can, yeah, yeah. It's and, and they don't they don't get it. Well, and then with baseball, it was just pitch. You had two throws. You had a fastball. You had a changeup. 
and then, you know, as the batter, you swung. Right. You could switch your stance in the batter's box. Not even your stance, just where your guy was set up in the batter's box. And then you could sort of do a curve thing yeah. if you were a pitcher. You had bases usually, loaded. Yeah. Bases loaded was bases a loaded. Nintendo game where you had to kind of decide where and the ball was going to be in the zone. what was that classic arcade one? Like MLB something. There's RBI. RBI baseball. That was that very was the, simple. That was the one that I played a lot of. Yeah. That and, was great. Uh, once you got went past bases loaded, you got to World Series baseball where it was the first time you had the little square that you moved around the, oh, yeah. the strike zone to, and you were hit, you were batting from the batter's perspective and you had to yep. call the pitch and identify where the ball was going to be and swing the bat in order to connect for a base hit. Now it's very involved. I mean, yes. that's pretty much what it's like. Yeah. Got to decide you're going to slow, what kind of throw you're going to do, how much power you're going to use. Yep. They just find all of that to be unnecessary, and it takes away from their fun, so they want to play it. To be honest with you, just us talking about it was a little exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Come to think of it, I didn't realize how much effort I put into these damn video yeah, games. Yeah, well, we put a lot. They're just not really drawn to it anymore. They might be onto something. Well, that that's that's very true. So I, I started to uh, research. Yes. I asked a lot of questions, and I got a lot of answers. So I want to consolidate this. All right. As far as this list goes, let me remove some of the suspense for you. For the most part, they don't know or only know the very, a very minimal about, about these things, and I'll summarize. Nelly, no idea who he is. Mm-hmm. So they were born, these kids were born in, uh, what, uh, 2005 and 2007, right? Mm -hmm. So no Michael Jordan, know about the shoes, kind of know he played basketball. The older one knew he played basketball, no idea anything outside of that. That's crazy to me. Uh, CD-ROMs? I can see They were like, you mean like a CD? They kind of knew what a CD was, but not a CD-ROM. And I said, well, CD-ROM was a recordable CD. I kind of get how they wouldn't know that. 50 Cent. No idea. Good. Like, no (laughs) idea. Um, Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. I mean, that's that's kind of obscure. Okay. The Incredibles. That's not so obscure. The Pixar movie, The Incredibles. No idea. Fred Flintstone. Although that came out... Oh shit! Yeah, I could see how they might not know it. It was out before they were born. It was out before they were born, but they would have—it still would have been fresh enough in DVD players. Then again, they don't watch movies. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm supporting you here. They have no idea. Fred Flintstone. No idea. That's a little weird because I thought he was sort of generationless. Yep. In sync. No idea. I can actually see that by 2005 they were sort of. I asked about Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Timberlake knew the name. No idea who he was. Okay. Michael Jackson knew the name, no idea who he was. What no idea what Tonka or Tonka trucks were. Those were pretty classic for us. Now keep in mind, I've got the dad like, yeah, you do. You know this. Like trying to, <laughs> yeah. trying to, but I don't think he realized how disconnected he was from them and how he might reference things that are way over their head. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, like you said, no idea who he was. Had heard of Eminem, but again, nothing. Nothing. Uh, had never, n- neither kid has ever used a classic PC. I, and when I say classic PC, I don't mean like an old PC, but I mean like a PC computer. I find that strange. Yeah, never used one. That's strange. It's been laptops. They've used a Mac before, never a PC. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I was trying to uh, 
figure out how that happened. But uh, I mean, maybe the dad's not a PC guy. I could see that kind of if, you know, there's not a PC in the house. How would they use one? Now, when I was younger, because I can I remember being their age clearly, I remember coming in contact with things that were old and they were still usable. Right. I played Oregon. I played the shit out of Oregon Trail in first grade. These kids are older than first grade. Yeah. I played it. Yep. I remember black and white TVs using a black and white TV when everybody else's TV was color. No, I never had a black and white. Uh, they've ne- you know, when I when I talked to them about a home phone, they kept saying, "You mean like businesses or school? You know, like that kind of phone?" Because those were the only yeah. places that they see phones that were the way our old home phone was. Right. And so then I started talking to them about a rotary phone. And they didn't understand why you wouldn't just push buttons. They just don't even, that concept probably flew by them. Yeah, they, they got very technical about the engineering of a rotary phone <laughs> right. and why it wouldn't have just been simpler to have buttons. Yeah, which we eventually figured out. <clears throat> and I tried to tell them that a rotary phone was actually sending an electric signal to tell, you know, the switch operators and the automatic switchboards, like, how to direct the phone call. I mean, right. what, it was a way to make the mechanism make the correct noise. And right. I said, like, a fax machine. They said, well, what's, what's a, a fax, fax machine? machine? No idea what a fax machine did. Yeah. Heard of it, didn't know what it did. Uh, the fax machine, they should know. Rotary phone, I can get that because even the rotary phone was... I maybe saw a small handful of rotary phones even for me growing up, and I was born in 81. Mm-hmm. No, I, and I didn't see a ton of them either, but like a black and white TV, I thought maybe they'd come in contact with it. It was iffy, so then we, I brought up a pager. And oh pagers. boy, they thought pagers were so funny. <laughs> Why? Because to them, it was so weird that you would go to a phone to, and, and that we created something where you go to a phone and send an electronic message to this electronic device that would then tell them that they needed to go to another phone rather than just inventing something that would call a phone like we have now. Like <laughs> the, the pager just seems totally unnecessary. It does make sense from their point of view, like from their perspective. Pager was kind of a useless, like, it was a middleman. Yeah, it didn't make it long, although the battery life was superior to all things. The bat- yeah, I've never seen one of those things on a charger. Did never. they even have chargers? Didn't, have chargers. No. didn't need them. Fuck chargers. I think I rep- I'll bet you if I dug my pager out right now. The batteries. It's I'll the, bet it's still fine. That fucker's just, just, <laughs> just humming along. Just humming right along, just like a metronomic heartbeat. I tried to explain to them that, you know, the cell phone network was expensive and, you know, even by the time I got into the first or second sentence, they'd already tuned out. So I just quickly left the topic. Then I started asking them about movies and why they didn't want to go see movies and why movies took so long. And so I brought up a couple of movies I thought they might mention. I knew, you know, I I mean, I knew that some of these movies were kind of on the edge of being to them old. If you're 10 years old and there is a movie when you were two or before you were born so age two and before your ideas on that movie are that it's super old because your concept of time is way off a little bit because i remember watching like okay when i was their age i had a copy of terminator on vhs and i was like wow man things back in 1984 whoa yeah but i still thought it was so fucking badass because from 1984 to like 1994 technology you know we were still using vhs much like we were in 1984 now, I'm going to look this up real quick, but when I asked them about The Matrix, they had no idea what The Matrix, Matrix was. Matrix came out when I was in high school. So what year was that? 
Uh, it would have been probably around 97. I think it came out sophomore year, so 97, 98 maybe. All right, and so then the last one was when? That came out, actually I was living out here, so I don't know, I was 21, 22, so about 02, 03. Actually, I was working for four, uh, it was like 03, 03, 04. And I think that, so like by two, so there were maybe one or two, right? When, Not even. By the final one was done? No, they weren't around. They weren't around. Because the, the whole, they released the whole trilogy uh, 10 years to the day after the film was released, theatrically, they did the da, 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 da. So you're right. Uh, they weren't around. 99 was the first one. So by the third one was, oh, it was what? was junior year. It was junior year. It came out there. It's close. We're yeah. right in there. The Matrix Reloaded is 2012. As of 2012, blah, I'm not zeroing in on the date fast enough. But anyway, it's close enough to when they were born where they don't remember it at all. They they. American Pie came up because I was talking about it with their dad. No idea what that was, which makes sense because it's rated R. But still, we hit a movie that is near and dear to everyone's heart and has been around and been quite prevalent both on television and through cinema, and they had no idea or interest in it. Star Trek. Star Trek. Yep. No idea. I mean, they should have at least known what the fuck it was. Now, if they said Star Trek, I'm not into that nerd shit. I can get that. I can get them saying that. I mean, not really. I think Star Trek's pretty fucking cool, but I can get people, you know what I mean? At least they acknowledge its existence, you know? Existence is acknowledged by just simply, it doesn't even exist. These kids thought superheroes Uh were for old people. You know what? I'm kind of with them. I'm kind of with them. I think our generation's kind of forcing it on on the... Next no, they're not into it. They, I was asking I, them if they were into Wolverine or who the super favorite superheroes were, and they're just... I'm kind of actually refreshed by that. Yeah. I, I kind of like the idea that they said that. They said it was for old people. They didn't read comic books, weren't interested in comic books, didn't like superheroes. Now, I see a lot of kids running around that are into superheroes. Yep. Neither of... They said the Dark Knight was rated R, and their parents would let them see it, so they hadn't seen it. They, yeah, I couldn't really see letting a 12-year-old watch the Dark Knight. And see, here's the kicker. A lot of the things, so like while Dad's paying attention, they're telling me they haven't seen these things. But then on the back channels, they're saying that all of the things that they're not supposed to watch or that they're not supposed to see, they're able to easily have access to through YouTube because none of the rated R stuff, you know, unless it's adult is filtered. So they're able to watch parts of any and every movie they wanted to see. One of the kids wanted me, the youngest one wanted me to quiz him on horror movies. And his older brother's like, he's never seen a whole horror movie, but he knows all about them. And I was searching on my phone to try to find horror movies. Try to stump he didn't them. know even old ones, ones yeah. back into the seventies. He yeah. was, he'd seen the first and original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Huh. And he's not supposed to watch American pie or whatever. I, yeah, I don't know, but, for you parents to think you got things nailed down, your kids are finding out everything and getting around you 100% using YouTube. So you're not such a great parent. I know you think we're funny because we don't have kids and you guys probably all know all this stuff, but haha, they're getting, they're pulling one over your eyes. Well, as Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park, life will find a way. Life, I just shattered that. I don't know why I just shattered Jeff Goldblum, but yeah, life, you took a tone. Yeah, life will find a way though. I mean, we found ways to watch movies. I snuck into train spotting. Actually, my mom knew I was going to see it. And yeah, well, I found a way. Have you it. caught two yet? Have you found train spotting? I still can't fucking find it. 
You're going to have to red box that shit, dude. I tried to red box this. It's not in red box. Really? It's not in there anymore, it's, huh? I, I can't Do you have the app? It. You know, if you can, you can find the nearest red box having it, you know, but you should download the app. Well, I think we should just, I think we need to make a point of seeing that one because you haven't watched it yet either. No, right? I haven't. Yeah, we need to make a point of doing this soon. And you promised to go see Blade Runner. And I'm going to go see Blade Runner. I'm interested to hear your take on it, because it's, yeah, it's not after, doing well in the box office. Well, after hearing what you guys said about it last week, yeah. Well, Cheese wasn't really too up on his Blade Runner. Well, no, he, he admitted he hadn't yeah. seen one or two, but had seen enough, caught enough of one on yeah, the here first, and there. It's where he put it together, but the, didn't go see two. The first one's like one of my favorite movies. That might be my favorite Harrison Ford movie. Nah, no. I mean, as much as I love Star Wars and Han Solo, um, Obi would give me shit. Obi would give me shit about that. But for me, Blade Blade Runner is my favorite Harrison Ford movie. Hmm. I can actually say that 100%. Yeah, not me. There's a lot of movies that I like Harrison Ford in. You've got the Harrison Ford. You've got the Ridley Scott factor going on for me. We know that I like Ridley Scott, or at least I liked a lot of, you know, I liked his films. Well, it'd be interesting to see what you say about this one. I, like I said, I liked it a lot, but you, you, when you see it, you'll see why yeah. many people wouldn't. Uh, all right. We are coming to the end here of uh, this week's show, and I want to put out there in the sphere that over the next two weeks, we are going to be talking some Halloween stuff. we got some good Halloween content coming next week, and of course, the week of Halloween, we'll be putting a show out uh, the day of. We'll do the short show the day before. But uh, the Halloween spectacular is coming back around again already. Yeah, we'll do it again. The that's last our, one was popular. That's like our that, that was our first annual thing. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to. And you know what song we're using at the beginning? Which one? Do the monster mash. We already used it. No, that's the point. That's how you start a tradition. Ah, we, you're copping out. It's because it's really the only Halloween song you think can think of. That's no, the only it, well, song anybody really thinks of. It's the best fucking one. Uh, you got to find something better. I put it to you as a music man to find something better. Ah, damn it. And that is my week on music. I have to fucking use my week on music for that? Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just one of the most popular shows we do. You have to pick the music? Oh, yeah. You poor thing. Yeah, fuck you. I, oh, okay, I'm going to pick my song. It's called Monster Mash. Well, share us with your friends. I don't know if any of that social media shit works, but if it works for you, give it a try. Yeah. Appreciate you guys tuning in this week. I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. Grandma? Grandma? Hey, put that stuff down. It's my grandmother. Get out, kid. We're just doing our jobs. What are you talking about? Your grandmother hasn't paid her taxes in over a decade. What? Grandma, you didn't pay your taxes? I would have, but I didn't have any money. Where are you taking all their stuff? I'm not taking your stuff, okay? The government is. It's not It's not like I'm taking your stuff over to my place or something like that, all right? So don't get mad at me. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. You can't just take her stuff. She's too old. I- I'm sorry. I have no discretion here. Her stuff is now our stuff. Um, well, at least we got the house, right? I mean, I can bring furniture from my place over here. We're going to be okay, Grandma. Now you're really going to be mad. I have to take the house, too. Oh, look, pal. My grandfather built this house with his bare hands. My, my grandma's been here over 60 years. 
You, you can't take her house. Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000 in back taxes. Oh, my God. We have to take the house. And if you can't get the money together in 90 days, we're going to have to sell the house to someone else. You hate me, don't you? No, 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 I don't hate you. He hates me.